This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Biwa Kwan. Anthony Albanese has outlined his policy priorities after being sworn in as Australia's 31st Prime Minister. He says the Labor Party's caucus will meet on Tuesday and the first meeting of the new ministry is set for next Wednesday. This week, Mr Albanese will also attend the Quad Alliance Summit in Tokyo, where he'll meet with US President Joe Biden, Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi. He says he's not wasting any time in implementing the Labor Party's policies. Our National Reconstruction Fund, our Powering Australia plan to deal with the opportunities that come with acting on climate change full implementation of the Respect at Work report recommendations, affordable childcare, fixing the aged care crisis, strengthening Medicare. I said on Saturday that the how was just as important as the what and indeed it is. I want to bring people together and I want to change the way that politics is conducted in this country. The former Prime Minister of Pacific Island Nation Tuvalu has welcomed the incoming Anthony Albanese government, saying he hopes it signals a willingness to implement stronger climate change policies. And Elisa Pawanga says the impacts of sea level rise shows the need to act even more urgently to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius or below. He says he hopes the Albanese government acts to put in place policies to help Pacific Island nations respond to climate change. Countries like Tuvalu that are completely flat, uh, it's already bad. The situation is dire. We believe in the goodwill of uh, mankind and human beings, especially of our partners in the Pacific, to do the right thing. I certainly hope the incoming government of Australia would hear better the voices of Pacific Island countries. A new Oxfam report has revealed the extent of inequality around the world. Oxfam says a new billionaire was created every 30 hours during the pandemic, while a million people potentially fell into extreme poverty at the same rate. They say billionaires' wealth rose more in the first two years of COVID-19 than in the past 23 years combined, with the total wealth of the world's billionaires now equivalent to almost 14% of global gross domestic product. Oxfam's chief executive, Lynn Morgan, says the extremely rich and powerful are profiting from the pain and suffering of low-income workers. The pandemic causes poverty, growth, terrible inequality. So we have this unfortunate situation where we're seeing more people uh, descend into abject poverty at the same time as we're seeing this growth in billionaires. Uh, The key, of course, is we need to find a way, and the obvious way is taxation, to try and ensure that these windfall benefits come back into the communities that need them. The World Health Organisation has called an emergency meeting to discuss the recent outbreak of monkeypox. The virus has now spread to several countries across Europe, as well as the United States, Canada and Australia. Symptoms of the virus include fever, headaches and skin rushes. Over 100 cases were confirmed or suspected in Europe last week, in what Germany has called the largest outbreak of the virus ever 
in Europe. Canada's Chief Public Health Officer, Theresa Tam, says more work needs to be done to understand how the virus is spreading. It's unusual for the world uh, to see this many cases reported in different countries uh, outside of uh, Africa. I think at the beginning of any outbreak, we should cast the net wide to try and understand the transmission routes. We don't understand it enough. There's probably been some hidden chains of transmission that could have occurred for quite a, a number of weeks. There is no specific vaccine for monkeypox, but the WHO says the vaccines for smallpox are up to 85% effective against monkeypox. And in sport, Max Verstappen has won the Spanish Formula One Grand Prix. It's Verstappen's fourth victory in six races this year. The result also gives him the championship lead for the first time in 2022, and he heads to Monaco next weekend with a six-point advantage over Charles Leclerc. This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Biwa Kwan.